This is Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. I'm Christy. I'm Beth. And And we're we're sisters. We're also mothers, writers, entrepreneurs, and purpose-driven inspiration junkies. You know what we're not? Perfect. If you're okay with that, this podcast is for you. We share real-life experiences and the lessons we continue to learn with the hope that it will encourage you to live your most authentic life of purpose. Let's do this, Christy. Hey, Beth. Hey, Chris. How are you feeling today? I feel good today. Do you feel energized? I actually do. That's great. I feel energized, which isn't every day, so that I really savor those days where I feel really energized. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to feel very energized these (laughs) days, but it's getting better. So how do you feel... How do you feel like you've been doing managing your energy levels lately? Have you been spending your energy on the things that energize you more or the things that drain your energy? Well, I will tell you, being completely honest, I struggle with this a lot in my life. This is one of my self-improvement and personal personal development things that I have to constantly reassess. I'm like, um, I'm like you know those little cubbies that they have in kindergarten where people put all their stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I need, I need like that in my life with big like kindergarten labels that says, (laughs) put your energy in this cubby. (laughs) Don't put your energy in this cubby. This cubby's a black hole. So (laughs) what a great analogy. Answer your question. I've definitely not been good at that lately. And overall, that's one of my, key personal development things that I have to work on constantly because I am I'm pretty notorious for sticking my energy where it doesn't belong (laughs) (laughs) I am too so I feel I feel you on that sister I do so that's lately I've I've I, I have better times yeah you know where I really focus on that and I really try to develop that skill and grow that skill and then I have times like I've had lately where I'm like oh my gosh you're letting your energy get drained and you're putting it in all the wrong places well I think that's easy to do I think I think probably a lot of people struggle with that I know that I do also so I totally understand what you're saying and I I do wish we had cubbies like that that would be awesome if we could figure out a way to like make that for adults yeah I'm one of those people that some things I just pick up on and I'm really like you know intuitive but then some things I need something in a big bright kindergarten sign to tell me what to do (laughs) do this don't do Mm -hmm. this well for me I think one of the first steps that always helps me is like identifying what is zapping my energy Mm -hmm. because there are so many things in life that drain our energy and a lot of things that we just have to do like paying bills you know like just all of the adult responsibilities we have things that that drain us but there are a lot of things that we can make the choice not to let them drain our energy and sometimes I don't think we realize we have a choice but I think it starts with like identifying okay mm-hmm. what are the things right now that are zapping my energy what are those things for for me I'll just give you a couple of mine um negative people and negative emotions I mean, we all have days when we're feeling more negative or, you know, let's face it, we're not always rainbows and butterflies and we're not always happy, jolly, go lucky because we're going to have bad days. Maybe we didn't eat. Maybe we're going through something, whatever. So like, I don't judge 
myself or other people for Mm -hmm. having those days because that's just human. That's Mm -hmm. how we are. But then there are also people like, have you ever been around somebody and then once you got out of their presence, you felt totally drained? Mm -hmm. Then you've been around other people and you get away from them and you feel totally energized. Mm -hmm. So I'm very sensitive to that, like that negative energy coming off of another person. It will drain me in a second, which is... You know, maybe that goes along with being kind of an introvert. I think I'm more of like an ambivert is what I call it. Yeah, you sometimes you, you say know, you're an introvert and I just don't see you as an introvert. You are in some ways, but in a lot of ways you're very extroverted. Yeah, it's like, I, I guess the term now is ambivert. Like part of the time I'm this way, mm-hmm. part of the time I'm introverted, part of the time I'm extroverted. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that um, clutter, like I've been on a mission for a while, but recently a really big mission to like declutter because I'm the kind of person, especially in my past, I tried to hang on to everything. And so that, that like, if things start getting cluttery, then it zaps my energy. So those are a couple of things for me. Um, being unhealthy, that zaps my energy just on a natural level. If I'm not getting enough sleep, if I accidentally have a baby at 45 years old. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oopsies. Best. Uh, our sister Val bought him a onesie when he was really li- little that said best oops ever, Aww. which is, you know, very accurate. He's yeah. like the best gift ever, but it's also very draining. But um, being unhealthy, that's something else that, that drains me too. So, so little things like that, like if I identify those things, then I can start to do something about it and make better choices to give me some of my energy back. Yeah, that's a that's a, a great thing because that's what I, I think I haven't been good at lately is identifying. And sometimes I have to start, this is what I've been doing lately because I feel that, I feel that I'm investing a lot of emotional energy into the wrong things, not just physical energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm with you on the, you know, being healthy and sometimes what little bit of physical energy I have, I'll use it in the gym because it, it gives back to me. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, what I'm stupid about is I will use the emotional energy I have on people that don't give back to me. And we laughed a little bit because we were talking about this a little bit before we were recording. And I said, like getting blood from a turnip. And you said, yeah, you tired of the turnips? Like, I just don't want any turnips. And, and I'm really bad about that. And so a lot of times I have to, it's the same thing you were saying, but different identifying the energy zappers, the, some, I have to like take a step before I get there, which is re refocusing and reevaluating my goals and seeing if the relationships and the actions that I'm taking are lining up with my values and goals, because Mm -hmm. I can get way off. A lot of times I will. I'll I'll know my goals, I'll know my values, but then the actions, where I'm putting my energy, the people I'm putting it into don't align with that. So I have to go back and refocus and start there. Well, people are the biggest energy suckers of all. Mm -hmm. Um, They're like energy vampires. And if you're, again, around the the wrong people, they're going to take your energy, they're going to pull you down. And if you're around the right people, they're going to feed you with the positive things and feed you with faith, feed you with love, feed you with, you know, thinking outside the box, not talking about other people, just little simple things like that. And people, I mean, they're, let's face it, they're the people that, that 
the things, I mean, people are not really things, but no, I know what you mean. They, they take your energy as much of not uh, of more than anything can. And that's where I have to refocus because, you know, there's a lot of little things, of course, that zap my energy, but I, I feel like I'm much more aware of those things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, I know that drains my energy. I need to stop. But sometimes, um, like I'm a very passionate person and I always say, if I'm going to love you, I'm going to love you like with everything I've got. And sometimes I, I feel like I want to believe in people and I want something from them so much, which is that recharge and them to pour into me the same way I'm pouring into them. And instead it takes me a, a really long time to realize that I'm empty and they're overflowing, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting refilled. Yeah. And that is like a pitfall for me. And I, I, I'll go back and I'll fix it, but it's one of those work in progress things because at 42 years old, I still will have a few months of my life and I'll be like, no, no, no. Like, go go be with the people that pour back into you. Go be with the people, like you said earlier, that you walk away and you feel good because Mm -hmm. it is such a waste of your energy. Not that it's a waste of energy to love people and to pour into them, but if you are just exhausting if you're all empty, of your, if, if you're empty yeah. you can't pour into anybody else very true very yes well said so that's that's the thing that I constantly have to kind of shake myself and yeah. say no no why are you pouring into this person when you could be pouring into this person and you could be more energized to pour into other people well you know because I think some people like have a whole and you're pouring into them and it's leaking out. You're giving everything to try to help them and to fill them up. You said sometimes they're overflowing because they just take it, take it, take it, and they don't give back. Some people are just, they'll drain you constantly, mm-hmm. and but they let themselves drain too. They have nothing in them that's like a person has to try. They have to try to um, find their own energy. They have to build themselves up, feed themselves good things, you know, positive words, faith, all of these different things. So, you know, I guess those are the the emotional vampires I was talking about earlier. Yeah. You, do, you have to really be aware of those types of people. Yeah, because they're not making their own energy. They're mm-hmm. not they're not giving their own light. They're just taking all of yours and parasites. <laughs> I mean, that sounds really bad to say, but I mean, it really is true. I mean, well, and and you have to think if you're not getting that back from a person, how much love and respect and consideration are you getting from someone if you're investing your time and energy and they're not investing it back in you? They're just taking, taking, taking. Mm -hmm. And we all have times in our lives where we take more than we give. Sure. But then when you're recharged again, give that back. And um, I'm I'm a lot better than I used to be, but I do find myself um, being in that pattern again and having to pull myself like I'm a slow learner in that area. I have to pull myself back out of that and be like, no, you know, put your energy here. And that's where I probably feel most drained because of that is my emotional energy. Whereas I know you like, you're not getting sleep and you're not, you know, so physical energy. You, you can't even muster up emotional energy. I feel like when you don't have any physical energy, But that is, um, I've had a little bit of a struggle, but on a positive note, I've gone back to that. Like, what are my goals? What are my values? And how is everything I'm doing lining up with all of that? And also, no shame in changing 
your goals and values. Sometimes you change your relationships, but sometimes you change, well, not your values. I mean, you know, if you have really strong values, like don't change those, but just refocusing and saying, maybe, maybe this goal needs to be a little bit more like this because, you know, I need to have this type of thing in this relationship and I need to refocus my energy and my goals in in a different direction. Sure. Well, bouncing off of what you just said, I just recently had to take a step back from a lot of things in my life because I was very drained. I mean, you, if you throw like the, the lack of sleep and the physical non-energy, um, on to emotional drainage and all of that. So I just recently had to, I don't, that really didn't even make sense what I said just now, <laughs> but I had to take a step back from, from some things because I had invested a lot of time and money and energy into a project and things just weren't going the way that I thought that they should go. And when I really stepped back from the situation, I realized it's because it was taking my energy because it wasn't really deep down in my soul. It wasn't really what I felt like I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. My heart was not a hundred percent in it. And it was hard for me to face because I had worked so hard and it's something that I do care about very passionately. But I also realized that I was sort of building something for somebody else. It was initially something that they were really passionate mm-hmm. about and what they felt like mm-hmm. they were supposed to do. And I wanted to see that come to fruition. So I just kind of stepped in and started taking the reins to a certain extent. But then I realized like it wasn't really what I wanted to do. And it was really hard for me to step back and face that and to have to tell other people that because I had invested so much in Mm -hmm. it. But then once I did, then I immediately felt at peace again. And I started putting my mind and my focus back into what I'm really passionate about, uh, passionate about, and what the things that I feel are really my purpose, and and really what I was placed here on this earth to do. And I immediately started getting that energy back, and I didn't feel drained anymore. To the contrary, I was like every moment that I could find the time, I was working on this, working on this, and you know, it, it's hard sometimes to to step back and to change. Like you said, sometimes you have to make a change. It might be in your career or or your workplace. It might be a relationship. It might be a really hard change for you to have to make, but sometimes it's really necessary because something can be just like that. I didn't really realize how much energy that was draining from me because I had convinced myself so much because like I'm a pretty determined person and when I want to do something I I, like I want to do it and I want to prove that it can be done and I want to see it through but so it was hard for me to even face myself on that but when I did I was like oh my gosh I just have to be honest with myself and honest with everybody this is not where my heart is well things things can be like we were talking about people are there they don't reciprocate you weren't doing, obviously, those things didn't line up with your true goals mm-hmm. and your true, I don't know if it was a value thing, but what what you think you were meant to do. And so there was no reciprocation of of energy. And, and projects and, and things can be like that. You can sink your energy and your time into projects and things, but you don't feel that 
that energy coming back to you. And if it's something you're really passionate about and that you're really meant to do, not that you won't have days where you're like, I'm just investing, you know, time and energy and money or whatever, and you will feel like there's no reciprocation. But for the most part, if you're investing yourself in those things that are true to you, mm-hmm. you're going to feel filled back up and re-energized by that. Yes, that's very, very true. Very true. Well, and like you said, it, it's it's evaluating your goals and, and, and being honest with yourself about what's important to you mm-hmm. and your true values and really what you feel like you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to give back to the world. You know, that like what, what, what are your true goals? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you truly passionate about? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not truly passionate about something, instead of, like you said, it giving back, it just takes from you. Mm -hmm. And the times like what you were saying that I've found myself sometimes pouring into a project or pouring into things that don't serve me well, or don't serve my true goals. Well, mine will stem a lot of times from pouring into people that don't share my same goals. And that's a big, you know, red flag too for like energy draining because we don't all have the same goals and we don't all all have the same calling. And sometimes you can care about someone and really love a person or like being around a person and you will go with what they want to do. And for you, it's not... It's not what you're meant to do. And I've done that before where, again, mine goes back to people mm-hmm. where I'll, I'll pour into people and then it will lead me down other paths of pouring into projects and pouring in, taking up my time and, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things that just are not where I need to be. Well, and, you know, you do that with people that you love more, I believe, because you want to see, you know, we want to see, we want to see people happy. We want to see people reach their goals and do whatever it is that they feel like is their purpose and, and, and to step into that and to be a happy person. And so when you love other people, like you do want to pour into them and you want to mm-hmm. help them do that, but you have to be careful because you'll pour everything that's in you and you'll spend all your energy helping them reach a goal and not that you shouldn't help and support people, but then you're left you're left with nothing and you have to start over again and say, wait a minute, but what about me? Yeah, and you have no energy left for yourself. Mm -mm. You have no energy left for the people that deserve it and that, you know, need your energy and your time, your attention, your emotion, your love. And and you're just drained. We all have that point we get to where you're just drained and you have have no more to give. Mm -hmm. And being self-aware before you get to that point, that's the one thing I can say. I mess up all the time on it, but I do have enough self-awareness that it's a shorter period of time. And I will pull myself out and I'll reevaluate and process and and be self-aware enough to say, wait a minute, I'm doing it again because I know that is a weakness of mine. So just working on that and developing that skill is a process and it takes time. But the more self-aware you are, you know, the better or the faster you can pull yourself out of that situation. Yeah, really, really learning how to be mindful because I feel like we we go through life a lot of times and we don't take the time to be mindful. We just make decisions. We do things and we don't slow down a lot of times just to face ourselves and to really put ourselves in the present moment and 
figure out like where we are and how we're feeling and what's going on. Like just practicing that mindfulness of, okay, wait a minute. How do I feel right now? Mm-hmm. Where are my thoughts right now? Where is my energy? Where is Where really is my energy? Like, cause you might think you're putting all this energy into your family or something that you really love and care about. And you might not be, you know, your, your energy may be going to your haters. Yeah. You know, a lot of people could be, do that. It could be going to mm-hmm. people who are criticizing you or who are making your life difficult. You could be giving them a lot of energy and first of all, they're not worth it. So that's where really practicing that mindfulness and, and facing yourself and looking at yourself in the mirror, so to speak, and say, okay, wait a minute, what's going on with me right now? What yeah, is because going on the people me? that love you could be sitting by. That brings up a good point of, of your circle, like we always talk about. Maybe you are wasting your energy on people that don't even really like you, and you're getting all emotional and you're getting all worked up about things when you should be putting your energy into people who love you and who make you feel good and say, don't worry about the haters. And it's so strange how far off track you can get without, without Mm -hmm. even noticing it and being in a circle of people who reciprocate and not only do that, that maybe you're empty and they pour into you one day Mm -hmm. when you really need it. That is such an amazing feeling. Yes. And I forget sometimes when I get to that empty place until I get around someone who does that. And it's just the best thing in the world. And then you're like, why do I waste my time? I should be, you know, reserving my energy for, for those people and, and those things. Well, because you should, first of all, never have to beg for somebody to give you energy. Like you should not have to beg for that from somebody. Mm -hmm. Like if they just, if they don't, if they're not willing to pour back into you, and we see, keep saying pour into and pour out of, but it's such it's a... It's just making just, the effort is yeah, all that it is. is. And, you know, you should not have to beg for that from somebody. Mm-mm. Either they do or they don't. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes that's people that are really close to us. Sometimes the people closest to us don't pour into us like we wish they did. And, you know, I think when you're at a point like that, you have to really, again turn inward focus on focus on your own goals and your own energy focus on you know prayer meditation reconnect with that spiritual side of you for me the spiritual side and the faith is what energizes me and what helps me keep going when I feel really defeated or I feel disappointed in myself I turn inward and I pray and I ask God, like, you put me where I need to be when Mm -hmm. I need to be there. You let, you direct me. You give me the energy I need for the right things. And so that self-reflection and that prayer and reconnecting on that kind of a level for yourself, then you don't, you don't need the energy from the people that won't give it to you. Because there are, there are a lot of people out there also that that do what we're talking about they they focus on personal development they focus on and building. they want to give you energy yes. and they have so much energy yes. to give and you know if it is somebody close to you you know you can just step back and you can refocus your energy to where not that you don't have to love that person or I mean maybe it's your spouse maybe it's someone that you live with you don't have to like you said beg for that energy back you can just stop Mm-hmm. And then put your energy elsewhere and let someone else 
make the effort mm-hmm. because it's not it's not fair to you and to those that deserve good energy and time and attention for you to place all of your energy into that where you have none left. Mm -hmm. So my suggestion is, yes, it's really hard if it's someone close to you. Obviously you can talk to people and tell them how you're feeling. Sometimes that doesn't work. So if you're at that place, you can reserve that energy for other things, believe it or not. You can pull back and just say, I'm just not, that's not going to be a priority to me right now because what I need, I'm not getting, like you said, I'm not going to beg for it. Mm -hmm. So let me take this and put it somewhere else and become the best person that I can be. And again, focus back on me Mm -hmm. and what I need to be doing. Well, because I have found throughout my life that we don't all grow at the same rate, just like kids. You know, one kid may grow six inches in a year and one kid may grow a half an inch. Mm -hmm. Like we don't, and and on a personal development or spiritual level or anything else, we we don't all grow at the same rate. And unfortunately, some people, some people, they let their growth become stunted because they don't pour into themselves. They don't make an effort to make that spiritual connection. They don't make an effort to try to be a better person. They kind of get stuck. And you have to realize that, Sometimes you, you, if you're a person who really does focus on trying to learn and grow and be better and just become a better person all the way around, you're going to outgrow people sometimes and you can't waste your time trying to make them grow along with you. Like they have to, they have to do that on their own. Not that you can't encourage them, but you can't spend all of your time trying to drag them along with you because it will just drain all of your energy And you're going to miss out on all the other things and people that you could be really focusing on. And, and you're, you're, you're going to be wounded. You're going to be like no energy. You're going to feel bad. Yeah. You're not going to be who you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. because if we place our energy in all the things that don't serve us, whether that's people or things or activities or what have you, it, It's that is I promise you that's not who you're supposed to be. You're not meant to walk this earth and to to drain yourselves on all on all of those things that that are not lighting you up and and making you happy and helping you grow. And, you know, sometimes you do you lose people along the way because their growth is stunted. And sometimes removing that energy and that give from someone or a situation, say maybe maybe you're carrying the load on a project and you pulling back, sometimes it's good for that person. And maybe maybe it will help with their state of, you know, purgatory, for lack of a better term, where they're like not going up, not going down. They're just staying where they mm-hmm. are. It, it Sometimes it's good for them. So what feels like you're being like, okay, well, I'm withdrawing my energy from this. It it can allow them to stand on their own two feet and produce their own in- energy, so to speak. And maybe when they realize that they have none of your energy to go on or you're not carrying the weight of this project or this thing or this responsibility, then they can step up and they can grow. Hopefully that is what happens. And... It, you're actually helping them by refocusing on something else so that they can focus and they can carry that weight and they can produce their own energy. I agree. You know, I, I do firmly believe that we're here to serve other people and to help other people. 
but you can't confuse that with we're not here to pour into a vessel that has a hole in it. Mm-hmm. If a person doesn't fix the hole or they're not working on it themselves, you can't like you can't serve people who won't serve themselves, I guess is, mm-hmm. is the, the best way to say They're it. You're just sitting behind that black hole hubby or <laughs> black hole cubby, just like, give me more. That's the one that says, do not put anything in this cubby. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, and it's hard. Like I said, it's, it's a hard, <laughs> it's a hard thing to do. Sometimes it's hard to recognize. I, I can recognize it with projects and tasks and responsibilities a lot faster sometimes than I can with people but even seeking new connections maybe you don't have those connections that really fill you back up or you don't have that project or you don't have that thing that really energizing you seek something new Mm -hmm. that's another thing you can always seek new things new challenges new friends new relationships and Find, go in search of that. If you find yourself in a place that you don't really have that in your life, maybe everything in your life is draining you. And if you start with like what we talked about, evaluating who you are, what your goals are, and you find that you don't have that, no shame in saying, wow, I don't have that in my life. Go seek that. Seek that out. Find it. I promise you that it's out there. Sure. You know, on, on, on the other hand of this, on just more of a simple level of things that drain your energy and things that will help you regain some energy, just simple things like your time management, mm-hmm. focusing on your time management, really looking at like your daily life and saying, okay, how much time and energy am I giving to one specific thing? You may realize that Maybe you're spending like three hours scrolling on social media and you don't realize it until you face it that you're just sitting there just scrolling. That's like, a huge black hole. Yes. And a, a lot of times we don't want to, we don't want to face the things because maybe it's something we, we really like. Maybe, maybe we're binge watching a Netflix show. Maybe we're, you know, watching Yellowstone for the 50th time. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, just looking at that and kind of, revamping your life and saying okay wait a minute not that you can't do those things but like am I like you said am I getting into a black hole with social media like am I scrolling on TikTok am I looking at Instagram am I reading all these stupid comments on on a post that I really don't care about Mm -hmm. or am I just bored and I'm watching something on TV that I don't really you know just little things like that and even things that save you time something that's helped me a lot was you know several years ago I looked like sort of at my time management and and things that were taking a lot of time, things that I didn't really like that I was like, oh my gosh, like I hate going to the grocery store. So I started like just doing the orders where you go pick them up or you Mm -hmm. have them delivered. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. I can't stand going to the grocery store. This, I can do it so much faster. I just go chick, 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 get all the chick, 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 not a chicken, check, check, check. (laughs) I check all the things I want. That saved me a lot of time. Um, it didn't. That didn't drain my energy anymore. Yeah, it was still something you had to do, but yes. you just worked worked it around to to make it fit your schedule. Yeah, put, putting some things on auto order, like mm-hmm. my toilet paper and my paper towels. That's such. Those are such mundane, kind of boring things. But they're little things like that 
that will drain your energy. There are things you have to do and you have to take care of. But if you figure out a way to sort of put those things on autopilot where you don't have to, to think about it, like we have a wonderful lady who comes and cleans our house. Mm-hmm. Love her. She's the sweetest, best, hardest worker, wonderful woman. Mm-hmm. And when I chose to hire her to come clean for me, she comes every couple of weeks. Like it, it revolutionized my life because... Again, she's so much more efficient in cleaning and that so is much her faster. Business. She is great yes, at it. She's great. Yeah. So, like things like that. If you're in a business and you're not really good at the tech stuff, hiring somebody to do your tech work, not trying to figure out the things. Like, do the things you're good at. Do the things you're good at that you have the energy where that energy just comes naturally. Cleaning and and stuff like that. I'm. I mean, not that I. I mean, not that I can't clean. I can. But like, she's been so wonderful with that, you know, just hiring people to do whatever it is like that they are good at and realizing that a lot of times that zaps your energy because you're not, those are not the things that you're good at or that you really want to put your, put your energy into. So just really simple things like that too, on not the emotional level, but just to make your life, um, you know, more simplistic. Well, time management is so much about prioritizing to me, mm-hmm. and that is that is one of the things that if you have a lot of things to do, just prioritizing the things that can fall way down your list. Like you said, maybe you do binge watch a little bit, mm-hmm. but don't let that be like the first thing you do, right. and then you don't have the energy for everything else. Don't let social media scrolling be the first thing that you do. Or like you said, would it be worth the money and the effort to maybe hire someone who's great at that? That's their profession. That's what they do. Because you mentioned tech stuff. I mean, and and the things that you really aren't good at drain your energy so much more Mm -hmm. if you try to do something that you really it doesn't come naturally to you you can do it but maybe consider letting someone else do that delegating a task to someone there's no shame in delegating and saying I can't do that could you do that because maybe that that doesn't have to be the number one priority and you're wasting all of your time on that when someone else is better at it anyway. Well, and I think a lot of times, because this has happened to me before in the past, a lot of times you'll say, well, I can't afford to do that. Or that's too much money. I don't, that doesn't fit in my budget. Like hiring somebody to do something specifically. But what you have to do is step back and say, okay, wait a minute. How much time is this going to save me? How much more time and energy will I have to do to focus on either making more money and doing what I'm good at? And so you really have to weigh it out like that. You may look at it and say, you know what? It's worth me cutting this. It's it's worth me cutting this uh, luxury or this thing out of my life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's worth me eating just beans and rice this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's drastic, but I'm just I mean, saying priorities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, if you step back for a minute and look right. at it without just automatically saying, "Well, I can't afford that," or "I don't have the money for that," if you look at it the right way and realize that, yeah, I'm going to be putting this money out on this, but is it going to save me money over here because I'm going to have more time and energy for this? I'm telling you, it's it's that is. That is golden if you can ever get a hold of that, mm-hmm. of of just perspective. I would call yes. that like a change of perspective. Mm-hmm. Don't let it be your mountain. Don't let it make you stop at the down here and say, I just can't do it. 
just change your perspective a little bit. Dax the other day, he was doing something with his toothbrush and he had watched me rinse his toothbrush for whatever reason. And apparently he found a better way. And I cracked up because I don't think I've ever told him this. He just, you know, learned this from somewhere else. But he's like, mommy, let me show you. And he's like, this is so much easier and faster if you do my toothbrush this way. He's like, this is how I do it. And he showed me this. And then when we get done, I was like, oh, yeah, buddy, that's good. I like that. That's fast. And he's like, yeah, work smart, not hard. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> I was like, I said, did, did I tell you that? He's Dex, like, no. Dex is my And hero. I was like, oh, my gosh. But, but. <laughs> Just just things of changing your perspective. It mm-hmm. can be something simple, but just changing your perspective and prioritizing. And if it's something like that, that you know you can't get around, like you said about groceries, change your perspective. Well, maybe you could do this in half the time and it wouldn't be as much of a hassle. Mm-hmm. And nothing changes with your budget. No, nothing changes except you have more time, you know, a.k.a. time management. <laughs> well, and I think... You know, above all of these things, you should really not only, I shouldn't say above, but you shouldn't only try to look at the things that zap your energy. Like you should definitely do that and try to reframe your life in a way so that you're not zapping your energy or letting your energy be zapped on things that are not worth it. Mm -hmm. But you should also really focus on the things that re-energize you, that give you energy. Like personal development for instance like mm-hmm. I love I love to read a really good book or listen to a really good podcast or something like that that pours back into me that energizes me and looking at the different things like you said working out it takes energy but it gives you back mm-hmm. energy it gives back to you in a way that it actually gives you more energy than it takes from you Mm-hmm. The benefit is much mm-hmm. is much more you know rewarding. So it might be hard and it might be a struggle, but just knowing those things that give you the highest reward and focusing on those, it's everything. It is. It is. And you know there are so many th- things I can't tell you what that is. Like I can't tell you, Beth. I can't tell our listeners what that is for them. But again, that goes back to just being mindful and really deciding what works for you, what energizes you, you know, everybody, everybody's different and everybody has different things that energize them and that steal their energy. So you really have to pay attention to your own cues and your own, just how, just, just how you are. Yeah. Getting to know yourself better. Sometimes it's not even that something is draining your energy or not giving energy back. Sometimes we do just get depleted. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think self-care and just taking that time, whether it's something small or something big, like I'm, I'm going to go on a solo trip soon because I just, I need that. I know I'm to this point. I just need that. I just need to be re-energized in that way. I need to be with myself and just me and you talked about this a little the other day, not hearing, just not hearing anyone else's voices. (laughs) I mean, you know, just, we, we have so many voices in our head and so many different directions that we're pulled. Sometimes it's not that that person you're born into is just a black hole. Maybe you're just pouring into a lot of different things. So self-care and prioritizing that, maybe it's not a trip. Maybe it's just 
going and doing one thing that you like or like the other night when we just had a little girl's night and we just mm-hmm. talked for hours. That's self-care for me. Yeah. Because that filled me back up. It made me like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, and and just prioritizing that because sometimes I think we can go like, y'all are all draining me. You suck. Or this is all, you know, I'm, I can't do this. When really we just need to take a little break and we need to focus on a little self-care and hopefully do that not just when we're to that point, because that can re really re-energize you too. And mm-hmm. you're, you can come back with a new refreshed mindset and go, okay, this wasn't so bad. Maybe I'm in the right place. I just needed, I needed a minute. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and also, you know, I always go back to like prayer, prayer and meditation, because mm-hmm. for me, those are such huge things that really energize me, you know, and I really consider those. Some people may think this is weird, but I really consider those things to be a form of self-care because taking that time to commune with something bigger than yourself, praying, you know, searching for that faith, strengthening that faith that, that, you know, I I mean, I can't, again, I can't tell you everybody believes differently and everybody has a different view on that type of a thing. But for me, taking the time to pray and connect to God and to make sure that I'm where I'm supposed to be, that I feel confident about that. And then the meditation, like I just, I love meditation. And, you know, I know that's not for everybody, but I, I think a lot of people just say, oh, I don't know how to meditate or I can't sit still for, you know, that long. But again, it's, it's practicing it. The more you do it, the better you become, but it's so calming for me. Even if I do it for like five minutes, that is such a, one of my favorite self-care tools, I guess, is just to calm myself, calm my brain and my nervous system for a minute and just really focus on that. And it's, it's, for me, it's a, it's a great, it's a great form of self-care and it re it re-energizes me. Yeah. I'm the same way that re-energizes me like nothing else. And I, a lot of times meditation's necessary for me because sometimes I have to quiet my own brain and everything within me before I can even have a conversation with God. Mm-hmm. And you're right. That re-energizes and fuels you up, fuels you up, fills you up either. But fuel, <laughs> yeah, but that sometimes it's necessary for me. So like I have to practice meditation so I can quiet myself. Like Nevada was like, what are you going to do when you're gone? I was like, of course, I want to see cool places and eat good food. But I said, I want to write. I want to meditate. I want to pray. I want to be still inwardly. You know, I might be mm-hmm. traveling around seeing different things, but I want to get to that stillness again And I think prayer and meditation brings me back to that place where I can just be still. And that is such a good place to start because when I'm like that, I feel like I can see everything clearer and I know my priorities. I know what I'm created to be like. That's that's a great place to start. I know we're kind of saying this towards the end, but that's really if you are a person that that that's where you get you know, renewed from like, start there. Yeah. Start there in that stillness and in that prayer and in that meditation. And if you're not, you should try it. Like I always firmly believe like that you should definitely try prayer and meditation. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, reach out to somebody. If you have, if you have questions about things, like reach out to your friend or reach out to somebody who, who you feel like kind of maybe knows more about that Mm -hmm. subject or, 
that's maybe a little bit further along in their walk than you are. Like, don't be, you know, I think sometimes we isolate ourselves. Maybe we feel like, oh, I'm not going to ask this person this, or I'm not going to reach out, or I'm not going to do this because they'll, they'll judge me or think I'm dumb, you know, or mm-hmm. think whatever. But, but people are, a, most people are a lot nicer, I think, than we give them credit for. And, and I think, I think most people want to connect and most people want to, most people are willing to give you a good energy back. They're, they're not mm-hmm. just there just to take it from you. There are so many wonderful people out there that are, that are really there to help you and that, that can, you know, really energize you on, on your, on your journey and not just take from you. That's very true. I just told you this morning how I was in the gym and I feel like I know everybody. It's a small gym that I go to and I feel like I know everybody by name and I'm like, Hey, what's up? And there was this one trainer in there that I've seen her in there a lot, but I never knew her name and I knew her probably least of anyone, but her energy was so good. And that's the crazy thing is you can get energy and feel filled up by someone that is just a perfect stranger. And she was just such a, a, she was helping me do some stretches and things like that. Just, she just offered the help. It was very kind. And then we got in a great conversation and I just, I felt connected and I loved, I loved her energy, the energy that she was given. I learned that her name is Jenny and I was just like, isn't that, isn't that crazy how that can work? That that's probably the person I knew least in there. And they just getting to talk to them was a perfect stranger and they just had the best energy and little things like that can can really just renew you in small ways. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with you that I feel like most people want to give good energy and most people are innately good. Like I refuse to believe anything different, <laughs> honestly, because I, I really think that there are so many good people that want to reciprocate that energy. I agree. And you have to just make sure that you're you're open to that. You know, yes. I tell my kids all the time that you know, you have to open yourself up to new connections and new friendships. You have to make sure that you're not closed off and you're not the person. I understand we're going to have times we may not want to talk to anybody. We may just need a minute to not engage Mm -hmm. with anybody. But you have to leave yourself open for new connections like that and new friends because you never know. Like like if you would have just not been open to her Mm -hmm. this morning, you would have missed out on that good connection and meeting her. And, Mm -hmm. you you know, you told me a little bit about y'all's discussion and talk and she really did pour some energy into you she did she did and it was really neat you know I have the autoimmune disease which she was very educated about and gave me some great tips and was just so helpful for no reason at all yeah you know I love people like that it was just like she was just gonna you know pour some positivity in me and give me some tips and help me stretch my sciatic nerve like (laughs) or the muscle around it and like she was just so helpful and she was such a kind good person and just being, like you said, open-minded and open to those things can really amazingly bring very positive, energetic people and things into your life.